Hello everyone, I am talking to you from the Toronto Pearson International Air- Airport. I, I mean, long story short, I, sorry about that, let's just wait. Um, I made the decision to take a trip to Spain. Yes, super excited. I'm actually super excited. I've never been to Spain or anywhere in Europe. It's definitely not like the best circumstances to be in right now. But hey, I might get run over tomorrow by a vehicle or I might just get going and just get sick, you know. Anyway, so just my philosophy. And um, without going into too much into detail, I decided to, yeah, do this trip. I still have to do online school, but I just want to take you guys on this adventure with me and just tell you what it's like traveling internationally in times of COVID because I feel things definitely have opened up nationally. It's kind of comfortable now to just travel within Canada, but I don't think many venture out to be into another country or to go to another country right now. So I took a plane. I'll just give you guys a little bit of a rundown of what I'm doing. And I'm what I'm going from Vancouver is my whole trajectory. Vancouver to Barcelona. Oh, sorry, Barcelona. And I have a first stop is in Toronto, which is where I'm currently at. And then my next flight is going into Frankfurt in Germany and then from there I'm taking another flight to Barcelona. So there's a lot of stops, a lot of contact, a lot of stuff going on. Alright, let's wait for the announcement. Oh my god. This is gonna be fun. But it's part of the experience. Anyways, if it sounds far enough, I'll keep going. However, Come back to my story. Oh my god, I don't know if I can talk. <laughs> we'll just wait for it to be. Here's just reminding you guys about physical distancing, if you didn't know, about wearing a mask all the time. I. Oh my god, I actually have a hilarious story about being in the, in the plane going from Vancouver to Toronto and I'm doing my homework right so the flight is about four hours and I'm doing my homework I'm on my computer and I wear glasses and I don't know if you've worn glasses with a mask before or if it's just like the mask that I have but sometimes it like fogs up so the glasses go a little bit cloudy and my mask went and got, uh, sorry, my glasses got a little bit uh, fogged. Anyways, the air of the flight attendant comes out of nowhere, literally like nowhere. Probably had my mask down for about five minutes and I didn't actually, excuse me, put it all down. I just like pulled it down so my breath could like, uh, sorry, my nose could be out of the mask, but I still have my mouth covered and literally and plus they're also wearing like hospital gowns and things and on top of their uniforms and masks and shields it's it's actually kind of strange watching it all happen and being in 
these times or trying to do normal things in these times anyway she comes out of nowhere and then she's like I'm gonna ask you in literally like five minutes she's like I'm gonna ask you to please pull up your nose your, your mask over your nose and I'm like ah shit I'm not gonna be able to breathe anymore but um I did anyways but then uh the the other funny thing that was about the flight is that it was empty it was completely empty I'm literally gonna say that it was probably like 30 of us flying on that plane and it was a large plane um, so that was super weird I literally felt like I was I had nobody sitting next to me either side or in front I had like one person in front of me nobody behind me I think if I'm saying 30 people that's like a lot um, but I'm impressed that the airlines are still doing these flights and whatnot because it's the amount of people that are traveling is just so low. Like I, I honestly believe that I'm more likely to just get it, get COVID, being at home than being on the airport because there's like no people at the airport. <laughs> there was more people in Vancouver, so like nationally traveling, yeah, there's a bit more people. But now I'm at the international terminal uh, in Toronto, and um, let me tell you, it is empty. Um, another really funny thing that they're doing, literally all restaurants are closed except for a few. And I was able to get to one, um, which is the only one open, the international uh, terminal. And <clears throat> how they're serving the food is, or how it all works, is that you have a iPad in front of you and then a pin pad and all seats everything has an iPad there's like hundreds of iPads here and nobody comes to you really you just order through the iPad and pay and then you can kind of see when the food's being made and all that stuff and then they just bring it to you but it's zero contact it's nothing anyways Okay, there's nothing going on uh, restaurant-wise. So if you're planning on traveling and you're hungry, like maybe just make a little sandwich or something or buy something after you go through security that you can bring because it was very difficult trying to find food. Also, I just, I have dietary needs and it fucking sucks. So that's why it was difficult for me to find something. And... What's another fun thing that happened? Honestly, it is so empty and everybody's so far away from each other. Everything's so clean, everything's so sanitized that I just don't even know like what the risks are, you know? If you are planning on traveling internationally, I'm not gonna say go do it and you know live recklessly and not pay attention to any of the signs and any of the things that we need to follow but it's not scary it's not terrifying it's not the end of the world I feel like I can't I can't live my life out of fear and terrified that freaking virus is gonna get me because if I do get it and I do end up dying then I lived the last 
minutes of my life in fear and wondering when was the time, not when or if, or not if it was going to happen or just when it was going to happen. And I don't like living my life like that. I think it's a waste. I think it's kind of trash. And I don't know if there's anybody out there kind of living that philosophy too, but I can not not do the things that I want to do. And I got backlash about this trip from family members. Um, my mom, she was happy. I'm not happy, but she was like, go live your life, fucking do whatever you, the hell you want. But other people weren't so happy about it and they let me know and constantly, almost every day, it was a reminder of all the bad things that are going to happen to me in Europe and in Spain. Not all bad things, but like what could happen. And stats and information and it, yeah, it's a scary thing. It's awful, it's garbage, but you know, I also come from a violent country. I've been through a lot of shit and it's not we all went through a lot of shit, honestly, coming from there. But even though Margaret Island was super chill where I'm from, we all had our encounters with uh, violence. And, you know, we pushed through it. You still live your life. So, if I sound a little down, it's not that I'm down. It's like I'm actually really tired, but I'm trying to manage the the time change so I don't have like a horrible jet lag when I get there and then trying to finish my homework but I'm gonna tell you guys this is kind of exciting for me this is super fun I'm actually having fun even though it feels kind of eerie and weird at the airport because literally not that many people there's some children running around as usual and that's about it um, yeah, it's not as scary as you think it is, you guys. Just wash your hands, wear a mask, and stay away from people as much as you can. Um, but I think it is not impossible if you are planning on doing a trip and the, plane, the place that you're going to has the borders open and you're good to go. I wouldn't hold back just because of it at all. I will just go for it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a short podcast today. But on the next, next, I just wanted to give you guys a first part one of my experience, what it's like traveling. But um, I'm traveling actually with Air Canada too, and it's been great. The airplane was quite clean. Um, although I'm gonna say there was like a weird little red mark on where the lights come from. It looked like a wine stain. So, but regardless, I just sanitized the shit out of my seat. I just like, I have little cleaning wipes and I just cleaned it, clean everything around it, and hand sanitize my hands and the whole shit. I look like a freak. But you can never be too careful. And. It was good, it was clean, it was manageable. Um, I honestly didn't feel like I was unsafe by no means because there's no fucking people on the plane. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my first 
part of this experience and I'm gonna let you guys know how it goes once I get to um, Barcelona I'll tell you the rest of the trip and how it goes and if I made it all in one piece or if they send me back to Canada but that's the end of the podcast today super short super sweet and just remember to stay safe I love you guys bye bye